Sawbones is a show about medical history, and nothing the hosts say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. It's for fun. Can't you just have fun for an hour and not try to diagnose your mystery boil? We think you've earned it. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy a moment of distraction from that weird growth. You're worth it. All right. Medicine. I am your co-host, Justin McElroy. And I'm Sydney McElroy. You said you were going to talk to them. Aw, thank you. That's fine. It's your time. I'm on your dime. That's fine. He jokes his feelings are really hurt about this. I'm going to hear about this all night. All right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. That's, that's about all the yelling, I think, for tonight. I think we're about cool on that. Sid, what's the show about? So this we I know I know so let's talk about right this about. Into it. This is uh, the our our post two hundredth episode. So yes, I I do know what the show is about. I mean this specific episode right. tonight for DC. What's well, up, DC? <laughs> well, when we when we go on tour, we try to find topics that will relate somewhat to the area that we're in, and so since we're in DC. We thought we should do, you know, something related to the government. And uh, I was thinking it was important, you know, since we have the show, to discuss presidential fitness. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, okay. We've been in D.C. all three hours. Let's just go ahead and start getting buck wild here. Very political, though. I'm in, no, okay, no. come on. Presidential, who is fit to lead? Let's no, do this, okay. Sid. No, 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 come no, on. No. <laughs> I'm heated up. I saw a picture in the back. Christiane Amanpour was on this stage once. I'm ready. No. Presidential fitness. Okay, Here no, she no, goes. No, no holds barred. <laughs> Sydney McElroy. Let's no. loose. Justin. Yes. As, as, much as, as much as I would love that, that's yeah. not the show. Um, we're going to talk about the presidential fitness test. Oh. You know, the one you had in gym class. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I know. It's still a medical show. Okay, that's fine. Do you remember? Do you remember the presidential fitness test? I faked sick on the day. <laughs> that sounds like a whimsical vignette, but it's true. I didn't. They told me how far I would have to run. I think, and I. I'm the same guy who once asked a gym teacher, "Will shooting on the shorter, ba shorter basketball rim in the gym?" impact my ability to uh, make the basketball team. <laughs> Which he told me no, but the answer is yes. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, sure. 
this test, I think for a lot of us, like you, you get these nightmares of gym class having to do these pull-ups and things. And I started wondering, where did this come from? Why did we have to do this? Why did the president care if I could sit and reach very far on this board? Where did this come from? So here's the, here's the story of the presidential fitness test. So in the 1950s, a series of studies began to come out that were very alarming to Americans that said American kids are not fit. They're very unhealthy. All they do is sit around and watch TV all day and they're just, they're unhealthy. Specifically, in 1953, Dr. Hans Krauss and Bonnie Pruder published an article entitled Muscular Fitness and Health in the Journal of the American Association for Health, Physical Education and Recreation. Snappy. Anyway, Huh. Snappy title. Don't fit out at you. It's, it's easily memorable. So they published this article that said, you know what, American youth, they need to get healthier. They're very unfit. There's a huge problem. We've been watching gym classes. They're not really doing anything to make our kids fitter. And they followed this up with an article two years later in the New York State Journal of Medicine that said, we compared uh, a bunch of American kids. They had like what, 4,400 six to 16 year old American kids with 3,000 of their European counterparts on a very basic fitness test. It was like this 90 second test that basically involved like do a leg lift, do a sit up, <laughs> raise, now do like, like a leg lift backwards, we'll hold your legs down and raise the top of you up. Anyway, it was, it was very simple. There were like six movements and on the test, like 60% of American kids couldn't do it, but only 8% of the European kids they tested couldn't do it. No. So I'd love to run those stats now, eh? So, so they published this and everybody kind of freaked out because they presented it to the president and they said, look, everybody here is unhealthy. We're all unfit. And this was very alarming to political leaders and specifically military officials who said, Whoa, who's gonna be fit enough to, you know, Just a join the military? generation of dough kids. <laughs> Pudgy nothings. <laughs> Un unfit to defend our shores. That was essentially the fear, is that all these kids, that's what, we, that's what television has wrought. And so uh, Eisenhower formed the President's Council on Youth Fitness initially to try to research and, and figure out, like, how can we make kids healthier? And they had this pilot study of over 8,000 school kids, and that's where it began. Well, Kennedy picked this up and ran with it because he was all about fitness. He actually published a couple different articles in Sports Illustrated, one specifically about the soft American. <laughs> <laughs> the Justin McElroy story. <laughs> I would, I would. You did, you could, that, that was enough laughing. I think we all agree that about the first bit of the laughing was the good amount of laughing. Everybody that, knows. That spiraled from like, my husband is so funny, into like, my husband could do a setup. Everybody knows you're on that slow carb bean kick now. You, yeah. you, you know, you've got it. <laughs> so. So anyway, so he started involving community groups. There were all these educational films made. And they actually, they did another survey in, um, that, that, that showed in 1965 that showed that kids were actually getting fitter, that there were some improvements from that. But that was not far enough. LBJ took it the next step in 1966 when he said, we need an actual test. 
It's not enough just to teach the kids. We need to test them and see who is fit and who isn't, and then make them feel terrible about it. And so <laughs> the Presidential Physical Fitness Award that you get for passing the Presidential Physical Fitness Test is born. Uh, and initially, it was supposed to reflect skills that you might need if you were in the military. So like on the original test, one of the things they would have you do is just hurl a softball as far as you could. Wink. <laughs> if, you, if you follow. Ahead from an enemy no. that you defeated <laughs> to try to scare the bad guys. The, the, the origin of pull-ups, which I've, I can't do, I'll, I'll talk about that, I can't do any. The origin of pull-ups comes from climbing ladders like in like a submarine or a ship or something, that was the thought, was like, then you can do it really fast. Your arms are really strong. <laughs> so, do some pull-ups. Okay. And then just like general things for endurance and fitness. So they're like, I don't know, have them run a mile. They used to have them do like a, a broad jump, like just stand there and jump as far as you can. Um, that was part of the original test. How do you test. think that you, as a government official, like decide the good amount that it, for jumping? <laughs> like at one point it's like, mm, good jump, good jump. <laughs> That, like, you come to a half-meter gap on the battlefield, and the commander's like, who can jump over this? And you can look at him and be like, everybody. <laughs> so, and, and they also included the stuff that, that would endure, like the sit-ups and the push-ups and the, the sit and stretch. They called the V-sit. It's that wooden board that you had to put your feet against and then reach as far as you could, that thing. So those were all on the original test. Um, and if you could do this better than 85% of American youth, that's what you had to, to get the award, you had to be in the 85th percentile or better, then you got a certificate that said the president thinks you're great <laughs> and is very proud of you. It's really nice of him. Yeah. Or you're, her. You're a very good fitness boy or girl. Yeah. Yeah. So Feeling better already. <laughs> the, and, and PE teachers were instructed to really focus on those kids for like school sports. So like if you're looking for somebody to recruit for the football team, who gets the Presidential Fitness Award? And they were actually, there was one gym teacher who was talking about that time period and said, you know, and then they told us everybody in that kind of middle range, like 85 down to the 50th percentile, like maybe you encourage them to do intramural sports. <laughs> And then everybody below the 50th percentile, and this was the quote, uh, the ones below that would do best in French club. That's like official? That's like official word? If you can't, if you can't do pull-ups, you should learn French. And if you can do a pull-up, you could also learn French. Why not? It's a lovely language. <laughs> Because apparently French kids were doing more pull-ups than us anyway. Right, yeah, yeah. Cool time to take a dump on Fritz. Apparently they're doing pull-ups like crazy over there. So um, in 1972, Nixon expanded this with what was called the Presidential Sports Award because they felt like we're, we're only giving awards to these kids who do this one test well. We need to recognize kids who are sporting really good too. Right. <laughs> so there were like, uh, 67 different categories that it eventually grew to, and you had different specifications depending on what category you were in. So for instance, there was a Taekwondo category. Nice. And, and there were like, you had to keep like a log, like you had to go for four 50 months. 50 bunches and... today, very good. <laughs> Just 
sweet knife hand strike. <laughs> and and there, were, there were actually criteria set up by people who were experts in each sport to justify whether or not you have mastered it or done it well enough to get the award. And you have to like go to their dojo and beat them. And then, and then you get, and then you, and then you send $6 to the president. <laughs> Personally? This, this, no, this is how much it cost. <laughs> you send $6 in and for that, they give you like a certificate as well as a blazer emblem. <laughs> it just says, please beat me up. But then they'd try, and they'd be like, actually, this kid is surprisingly fit. <laughs> they, they also gave you luggage tags. <laughs> because that's what you want your luggage to say. I got the Presidential Sports Award. That's what I want in an airport, is people challenging me to test their strength. <laughs> oh, so you can do push-ups real good, eh? Let's see some sport. Now, by the 70s, this, this whole program had started to come under some criticism. There were a lot of gym teachers and a lot of people who studied physical education who were saying, you know, basically all this test does is take the top 15% of kids who can pass the test, whether or not they're the fittest or the best athletes or whatever, and we focus on them and everybody else we just say you're not fit, Bye, and that's it. And grades suffered. And of course, it was humiliating because your classmates like counted the sit-ups for you. Do you remember that? They would pair you with somebody and they would count them for you. And so then you had the personal humiliation of every time you came up looking this person in the eye and they're like, seven. <laughs> I think you're gonna get an eight, like that's it. And I mean, it was humiliating. Or you had a cool friend who would lie, <laughs> which is what everybody did. The presidential cool tests. <laughs> so, and, and to, to top that off, in 1975, they did another youth fitness survey, and they didn't really see a lot of improvements. So then they started to question, is any of this working? So they started to try to make some changes. Under, under Carter, the whole pro, that whole division of health and human services kind of changed to like, why don't we focus on disease prevention? Why, why are we doing all these weird military-style exercises all the time, like, let's stop the jumping jacks. Um, and, and so in the 80s, like, the test still continued, but they started to look at, like, other percentiles, like, maybe we should just judge you against yourself. Like, how'd you do last time? How are you doing this time? Have you done any activity in between? So these ideas started to take root, but then under Reagan, the whole thing kind of went back old school, because under the Reagan administration, they said, like, listen, let's just give an award to everybody. So if you're in that 50th to 85th percentile, we'll give you something called the National Physical Fitness Award. It's not as good as presidential, but it's an award. And then we'll move on. And then we'll also make May National Fitness Month and also Sports Month. And also we'll make a fitness postage stamp. Because we love fitness. Right. So that'll, that'll encourage everybody. And then they, instead of replacing the test, they really just kind of codified it into the test that, if any of you took it, you probably remember. This dates back to 1985. This is when they set in stone the presidential fitness test. And they did not get rid of it at all. And it involved the sit-ups. It involved the endurance run or walk, which was usually like a mile. It involved the pull-ups or... And this is the thing I remember the most. You could do the flexed arm hang. 
Now, Sydney, I've heard this story, but maybe you should share with the class. So in, in my gym class in middle school, they made all the girls do the flexed arm hang, be, assuming we couldn't do pull-ups, which for me was a fair assumption. I couldn't. But then they also, I, based on that, I assumed like, well, I guess I should be able to hang from this bar. They're saying I should. So they put me up on like the chair and like got me in position over the chin up bar. And like all you do is hang there. That's the whole thing. And they put me up there and then they move the chair. <laughs> and I instantly just straight down, like instantly, like split second. And they're timing you and it's like, oh, well. <laughs> you weren't ready, let's try it again. <laughs> this was like five times. <laughs> can't hang for a second <laughs> at all. As somebody who's hung for you, with you for like 11 years, I can say that's not true. You, you're a total great hang. Aww. But upper body strength is not Sydney's <laughs> force. I mean, as somebody, no, it's not. We've done like, you ever have those things at COSI? I go to COSI, but like you probably have your own science museum, kids' science museum, where it's like, uh, they have ones like, test your strength. Like, pull these two iron bars apart and we'll measure. And I would literally like, Sydney, are you doing it? <laughs> Sydney? No, sweetie, just pull it. Sid? I was worried about you for a grip. I have floppy noodle arms. They don't, <laughs> they don't have no strength. The medicines, the medicines that escalate macabre for the mouth. We have just started rehearsing for the summer theater. That's right, summer starts in March around these parts, and that means we don't have much time at all in the evenings to make dinner. But we will not be just consuming Wendy's, uh, although there will be some Wendy's consumed, but we are going to have a little extra help with Factor, which delivers ready-to-eat, delicious meals right to your door, and not like junky stuff you get out of the freezer aisle, whatever. This is real high-quality, chef-crafted stuff that in two minutes you're ready to eat it. I'm talking about some Southwestern-style turkey and mac. I think this week I'm going to be enjoying a shredded chicken taco bowl is 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 part of my plan. Um, but they got, like, fancy stuff. Listen to this. Where are you going to get this? Truffle butter filet mignon. I mean, seriously? From, from, from a, a box? Pre-prepared, all I got in two minutes, I'm eating filet mignon. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it sounds delicious, and you can give these a try. And it's not just these meals. We're talking pancakes, smoothies. They got some great wellness shots that are surprisingly delicious. And the meals you just eat and eat, there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup. Get as much as you need by choosing your meals every week. You're going to get exactly what you want. No surprises here. Uh, and the meals, I can say, are delicious. So what do you got to lose? Head on over to factormeals.com slash sawbones50 and use code sawbones50 to get 50% off. That's code sawbones50 at factormeals.com slash sawbones50 to get 50% off. Sydney, you know how you're always saying that you'd like to build a Justin McRoy fan site full of all your favorite quotes, clips, videos, and hunky pictures of beloved podcaster Justin McRoy? I don't remember. Well, there's that... no need to wait any longer, Sydney, because Squarespace is going to make it easier than you could possibly believe to make a website uh, all about your favorite hunky podcasting superstar. I don't think I was going Squarespace, to... Squarespace, what is it? It's a tool. Think of it as the palette the palette of a web 
design artist, but you don't have to be a web design artist. You could just take stuff off the palette that is created by real people that know what they're really doing and put it from the palette onto the easel. The metaphor is broken down. Basically, you're going to be able to create great looking websites that have fantastic customer support and help you unlock your creativity and do whatever you want to with your small business or podcaster obsession. You can sell products. You can uh, post your videos. You can share your stories about how Justin has shaped your life and is also a fantastic father. Folks, you got to stop waiting to make your Justin McElroy fan site. Go to squarespace.com slash sawbones for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your Justin McElroy fan site, use offer code sawbones to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Um, so you would do that and it was traumatizing. They would make you do like a shuttle run where you would run 30 feet, pick something up, run back, lay it down, pick something else up, run back, lay it back down. And it was, it was exhausting. And then of course the V sit or the sit and reach to see how flexible you were. And then they had like percentiles, like if you're 16, you should be able to do it this much if you're a boy and, and all that stuff. So throughout the early 80s and the night, or throughout the late 80s and the early 90s, this continues and they add things like, if anybody remembers like the great American workouts on the White House lawn, just like a bunch of people out there like working out, <laughs> like <laughs> we love fitness. Um, there was a family fitness award. They added a participant physical fitness award, which was just, if you did the test at all. Here's nice. a certificate. Okay, yeah, I can get over that. <laughs> Which is nice, at least if we're going to have this stupid test, at least everybody gets a, you know, a certificate. And then they named Arnold Schwarzenegger in charge of the Council on Youth Fitness, and everybody got really excited because it's yeah, like... Yeah, it's inspiring. There's it's... Arnold Schwarzenegger. I could be like him if I do this visit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, they, and they continued with this like focus on like let's take this weird test and this idea and like expand it to adults. So they even came up with this Silver Eagle Award. Oh my God! <laughs> for seniors who could pass a fitness Stop. test. Stop! Slow down. Tell me everything. <laughs> and that's it. And it's just oh. an, this is an award. Um, they published, this was one of my favorite things to see at this time, and I don't remember, I feel like I, I was of the right age or I could have gotten a copy of this maybe in school. There was something called the Nolan Ryan Fitness Guide <laughs> <laughs> that, that was released by the Secretary of Health and Human Services and like distributed for free to any American who wanted it. Like they just, hundreds of thousands of copies were sent out to schools and families and all you had to do was like, request one and they mailed it to you. Um, now it's like a PDF. You can go find it. You can read the whole thing. You it's too all... can be like Nolan Ryan. <laughs> it's so weird that America just like picked their paragon of fitness. It's like, well, that's it. Nolan Ryan. <laughs> we want, what we want is a legion of Nolan Ryans ready to beat back the hun. <laughs> and it's all like, it's all like, it's all kind of baseball themey. So it's like a chapter like. You mean grenade? <laughs> I'm on to your game, Uncle Sam. <laughs> it's all like on deck for physical fitness or hitting a grand slam, which is not about hitting a grand slam at all. Um, and then there also there's advice for like, how do you find time to work out with your busy baseball schedule? <laughs> useful advice we can all take something from. Has baseball just been an advanced grenade training ground? This is I'm thinking, like, have we each been trying to train our best and brightest to catch grenades, hit grenades away with sticks, 
throw grenades to their friends while their other friends <laughs> run, catch grenades that are coming from a long distance away. The metaphor breaks down, as you can see. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and, and, and all throughout, there even like, there's even a whole section in this fitness guide that taught you how to like treat, it was like medical advice from Nolan Ryan on how to treat. <laughs> <laughs> like common injuries, and I mean, I'm sure he. His baseball schedule's busy, but it's not so busy he can't take the time to give some unqualified medical advice. So, so at this point, it was kind of like everybody was really excited about about this whole like this whole idea of what the president's youth council on fitness was and the tests that it employed, and like now we've got awards for everybody, so. We're good. That seems to be enough. Everybody's happy because parents are happy because everybody gets a certificate, so we're all fine. Um, and and then by by W's administration, we're holding like fitness festivals on the National Mall, and we're giving out National Fitness Awards to whole states. Like Alaska won the first National Fitness Award. <laughs> Go Alaska. <laughs> West Virginia, hang in there. <laughs> I didn't look to see if we've ever won one, but. No. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm playing my part, you know? <laughs> I'm trying. I go to Taekwondo class two times a week when I can make it, and I'm doing my best. This was also the beginning of the official adult fitness test, which was basically the same idea as the kids' fitness test. Obviously, there's just different thresholds. You know, if you're, if you're a kid, you're only expected to do, like, I don't know, 44 sit-ups. That's, that's kind of a lot. Yeah. That's in a minute. I was, I was about to say, you just kind of threw that out there, 44. No, that's really what it is. It was like 44 sit-ups. Could you do that? No. I don't think I could. I could get 10 and feel like, mm, good, yes. Very fit, mm, excellent job. No, I mean, it, it was pretty, like, the, like if, you were a, if you were a 16 year old boy, you had to run a mile in six minutes and eight seconds. What? That's intense. Yeah, Sid. <laughs> That's really fast for a long time. What is this test? What are we gearing up this. for? More specifically, listen, our citizens are going to need to be able to run very fast. <laughs> We've been running the numbers, and um, it would be great if you could run so fast. Can you throw this back at me as fast as you can? I think what's also hard about that is, like, if you're going to do an adult fitness test, I'm going to assume it, it's like it'll go back down, like, all right? Like, all these numbers will go back down? Like, there's no way we're expected. Like, now I'm 34. I can't do that many sit-ups. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to remember my peak sit-up years. <laughs> Uh, so they launched the adult fitness test and with the help of uh, the biggest loser contestant, Bernardo Bernie Salazar, which of course brought a lot of attention and excitement. <laughs> Everybody remembers that, right? Yeah, I missed that. I missed that one season. <laughs> so as we've talked about this, I mean, this is great. Like, the idea of everybody getting excited about getting active and moving more and getting healthy, that's great. I have no problem with that, of course. I'm a doctor. I'd, it'd be weird if I did. But, but nobody still is, is saying, you know what, we've got a lot of research and evidence at this point. There are a lot of angry gym teachers and physical education. Like, 
people who study this, who are saying, we're still doing it wrong. <laughs> Could somebody please fix this? I'm glad you're all so excited. It's great that Arnold Schwarzenegger is involved. We're all very happy. Nolan Ryan, that's cool guys, but seriously, could somebody get with the times? And then we finally see that under the, under the last administration, under President Obama. Um, I was, <laughs> um, I, he's here, that's so cool. <laughs> Thank you so much. You, you did put Joe Biden on the list again, right? Joe Biden's always on the list. Okay. Didn't he, he told us he wasn't going to make it out. He's not going to make the opener. He's waiting for the big show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but you're saying, sorry. So, so fitness was, of course, still a priority. Um, but then the focus of the council started to shift more towards, instead of just these specific tests, why don't we, one, talk about nutrition, and two, why don't we talk about, like, personal health and fitness, personal fitness goals, um, how can you kind of set like, what do you want to achieve for you and for your health and get everybody into that healthy zone, that general area that we kind of accept as a healthy zone, as opposed to just focusing on like pitting all these school children against each other right. <laughs> in these <laughs> battles of humiliation in gym class. Uh, why don't we, why don't we just get everybody healthy? Yeah, it's like, it's already, I mean, the test is already like horrifically ableist. Like also, if, if like, mm -hmm. you, what, do we really need to reinforce that like, oh, you can't do that many pull-ups, you're not a, a real American. Like, get banned, <laughs> that sucks. Well, and that was, that was actually also a big part of it was how do we, like, let's have fitness programs for everybody because yeah. not everybody can follow the exact same fitness program. But also, while we're at it, government, I don't exactly trust you to talk about nutrition. I saw the pyramid. <laughs> um, that's a lot of bread, my dude. Are you sure? <laughs> like, did you see the base? Like, that, that tan behemoth at the bottom that's like all Cheerios and it always shows a whole loaf of bread, which is no accident. <laughs> Because it's like the base of everything like that we're built on is like, oh, first off, 11 breads. What? <laughs> Your triangle sucks. Mine's just beans. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. So, and, and you're right, like the, the focus on what kind of nutrition and what we think of as healthy eating, that was all part of it as well. But, but a big feature of this was in 2012, they finally got rid of the presidential physical fitness test. The Yay. actual test that, yes. It was, it was done away with. It was replaced with what was called the Presidential Youth Fitness Program. And this does involve trying to, yeah, I mean, like running and, and doing push-ups and things like that. But it's not a percentile test. You're not pitted against your classmates. There's something called a fitness gram. I had to ask Riley about this because I, so I don't know So somebody, somebody shows up in your door like, well, I guess you should do push-ups better. <laughs> Ding dong. The idea is that you're, you're more measured against... Like, first of all, the, the question is, are you doing activity? And if yes, you're kind of going to pass. Because none of it's linked to grades. You know, you're not going to get graded based on how well you do any of these things. It's a lot more about um, encouraging everybody to do something to stay active. Or and to lie. <laughs> 
Um, and again, the goals are, are, are based on their own performance and they're supposed to work slowly to meet them over time and, and nobody's counting your sit-ups and I don't think you have to do, well, no, Riley told me you still have to do pull-ups. The pull-ups are still there. But you're not, you don't get an award. Yeah. So that's nice. Now, that's great, but you can still find the remnants of this. As I was reading, I've, I found there are multiple different schools that still publish the old presidential fitness test that still give the old presidential fitness test. They this, just didn't get the memo. <laughs> no, because I even saw, like, I was, I was looking at the website for all the new information on it, and they, they like, had requests from gym teachers, like, where do I find the certificates for the presidential fitness award and they're like we don't do this anymore <laughs> you, we don't you can't you can't when but I'm, I'm guessing there are probably like stashes of them in desks somewhere just run them through the copier and hand them out again now you just get a handy brochure that tells you how your body's like a battery and if you do too much exercise you'll wear it out it's helpful I would love to do a whole episode on that, but I think, I mean, the, it's just, the, the whole thing is your body isn't like a battery. It doesn't. There, episode over. It doesn't wear out when you do exercise. Please, if, if you feel so inclined, do some exercise. Thanks. <laughs> um, so anyway, there, you'll still find schools, like uh, there are schools that still hold like multi-school fitness competitions where they bring in students from all over like the tri-state area and they all compete in the presidential fitness test. Okay, I'm sorry. The idea that there are presidential fitness contests going on that the president no longer sanctions is so wild to me. <laughs> it's like, that's like some dystopian stuff like, oh no, the president says that they, no, he doesn't. He literally said like, the last president said like, stop. No more tests in my name. And there's still schools like, no, the president demands our tests. That's wild. And they hang up like records of like who did the most, you know, sit-ups on the wall in the gym still to this day. Oh, well, I don't know, but I mean, I will say all of this was done away with under the Obama administration. As I looked for updated info on like, well, what is happening now? What is the future of the, you know, president's, you, you know, youth council on uh, fitness and nutrition? What what is the next step? There was um, nothing, so I don't. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for us this week on Sawbones. Uh, thank you so much to the taxpayers for the use of our song, Medicines. It's the intro and outro of our program. That's the MaximumFun.org website that is the home of MaximumFun.org, the podcast network that we are a proud <laughs> member of. And uh, thanks to Riley for introducing us. And thank you to you. Thank you to this beautiful auditorium. And... Uh, that is going to do it for us. We're going to have a brief intermission. Um, so get some posters or use the bathroom or whatever, and we'll be right back. And what? Yeah, the posters, right? There's posters? There are posters? You said tell them about them. No, you can buy posters. <laughs> Crack team I got behind the scenes. Crack team. They're, they're good That ones. is going buy to them. do it for us for Sawbones. My name is Justin McElroy. And... And I'm Sydney McElroy. And as always. No, that's it. Don't drill a hole in your head. End of show. All right. Yeah. Maximumfun.org. 
Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.